The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Option pitch push to Corbin. Room to run down the left sideline. 35 30. Still on his feet. 20, 10, 5. Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to kickoff is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for Fighting Illini football. And a block. The Illini block the kick. They pick it up. They scoop it up. Today, the Illini are in the Windy City for a matchup with the South Florida Bulls. Rivers looks right, throws right, got him in, caught, touchdown, touchdown Holy Illinois, God. Edwin Carter again with a circus catch. Now, from Soldier Field in Chicago, here's your host, Scott Beatty. Along the shores of Lake Michigan. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into our Fighting Illini game day coverage on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I am Scott Beatty. This afternoon, Illinois football looking to do something it hasn't done since 2011. Let's start a season 3-0. Also trying to accomplish something they've never done. That's win at Soldier Field. They've come up empty in three prior attempts. Illini coming off a victory over Western Illinois last week, 34-14. Largely behind backup quarterback M.J. Rivers, who came in for A.J. Bush. Still today, a question mark. We don't know who's going to be playing as of this moment. Behind center, South Florida coming in out of the American Athletic Conference. Also 2-0 with wins over Elon and Georgia Tech. It's a sunny day. It is beautiful here on the lakeshore. Warm and humid temperatures in the mid-70s. Let's get started with our opening drive. Brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events and Warden Martin Buick GMC Service. The Illini sideline reporter is Jason Davis. Jason, no big deal. I saw some of the players coming out of the tunnel when they first got here. Phones out taking videos and pictures of being in Soldier Field. It's got to be special. It's absolutely special. As I, I was coming into the broadcast today a little late, I've never seen Soldier Field like I saw it today coming to find the broadcast booth. It's a special stadium. It's a special field right off the Lake Michigan, like you said, and these guys need to soak that up now so when we get closer to the game day, it's just second nation. I mean, game time, rather. The South Florida Bulls, they're fast, they're big, they're strong. What do the Illini need to do mindset-wise right now to be ready for the attack of the Bulls? Well, they have to understand that we're fast, we're big, and we're strong. And, and we are playing in the pro stadium, and we're recruiting the type of players, the type, the type of student athletes that have aspirations of playing in the NFL, then this is the stage you want. You don't want to always play the Elons or, or, or the, uh, no disrespect to any program, obviously, the Little Sisters of the Poor. You want to, you want to test yourself against these top, pro, these top programs that can run, that are big and are fast, and that's the barometer of where we want to go as a program in the future. Of course, they lost to South Florida last year down in Tampa. That has to be on their minds, just trying to put out a better performance than what they did against the Bulls last year. Absolutely. Anytime you have an opportunity to, to play and to compete and to represent this university, you got to know your, your team goals come before your personal goals, and that eye in the sky won't lie. So you obviously want to put a better effort forward, come out. It's a positive. They played Georgia Tech last week, and, and that's, a, that's a running, a physical offense. So maybe we can get in, come out early, run fast, and, and beat up on them and, and finish off what Georgia Tech did. 
Jason, we'll talk to you again in a few minutes for our keys to the game. Appreciate it. That's Jason Davis. He'll be joined by Martin O'Donnell in a little while for our keys to the game. We're underway here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois' retirement specialist. In a moment, the first word with Lauren Tate and Brian Barnhart. We'll also chat with Illini kicker Chase McLaughlin. That's coming up next on Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. We're in Chicago for Illinois football against the University of South Florida. Kickoff at 2.30 here at Soldier Field. The return game of a home-and-home with South Florida. Last year, the Bulls won 47-23. Time now for the first word brought to you by Warden Martin Buick GMC Service and Harriet's Rents Tents and Events. Brian Barnhart is here, play-by-play for the Illini, along with Lauren Tate. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Warm day here in Chicago. A beautiful one, though, for some football. Well, hang on there, Brian. Go ahead there, Lauren. We'll start with you. Well, I I just think that uh, it's a great opportunity the, the weather's not going to be a factor here at all it's it's uh, sunny and and not too much wind and and uh, there's a there's a whole different mentality to this game than the last two illinois is an underdog today the last two games at home they've been the favorite i think this this creates a different atmosphere on the ball club big question is aj bush or mj rivers behind center today the illini haven't disclosed who's playing as far as we can tell and it's a few players trickling out right now. I haven't seen any of the quarterbacks warming up. Well, I, I think you'll you'll know here in the next hour when you see them warm up because they always have the first quarterback working, uh, you know, with, uh, with the first unit, the number one quarterback, whoever it is. I think it'll be Bush, but I don't think it makes a whole lot. Of, they they look fairly comfortable to me uh, so far. What do you think? Uh, you know, I think so. It's it's hard to tell, but. The question is, is A.J. Bush mostly healthy? If he is, would you go with him, or do you go with, as Jason Davis said, kind of a hot hand out of the second half from last week? Although that's, you know, A.M.J. Rivers had a nice debut for a freshman. Well, the thing is that they know, they've know they known since probably Wednesday or Thursday who's going to be the starting quarterback. They know. We don't know what they do. And I, if you announce to Rivers that he's going to be the starting quarterback in Chicago in his first start, um, that might, you know, the nerves might be a, a factor in that. I mean, I would be worried about that. Any freshman that you start for the first time in Chicago in a different situation, they're going to put much more of a blitz on him than they than last week. I think Illinois has got to mix in the run a little better, and I think they feel like Bush is a better runner. It's uh, it's almost like it's better if he comes in un, unexpectedly. I'd like to see him come off the bench. That's, yeah. that's my personal feeling, but yeah. I may be – you know that that's just a uh, that's just me. I mean, I, I I'd rather see him get a get a feel for things on the just like he did last week. Here's a note for you, Brian uh, Lauren. The Illini in Chicago all time in program history, sixteen and thirteen and five. But of course, much of that was in the yesteryears of of Illinois football when they played University of Chicago. Recently, right. zero and three here in this stadium. Uh, did not play in the city from 1940 until 1994 when they lost here to Washington State. But they've had some success at Wrigley, and they've won two out of three there. Well, we certainly had a great game against Northwestern. I do remember that. But uh, I don't I don't know, is Wrigley going to uh, host any more games? I, I, I'd like to see it, but uh, 
It was a lot of fun going up there. Okay. I do know that. It sure was. It's configured better now where, you know, you can use they both say it's possible. Yeah, they say it's possible, <laughs> but I like the idea of going one way. Of course, the last time the Illini. Unique. The only time it's ever happened in football, probably. Of course, the last time the Illini started 3-0, and which they would do with a win today, would be 2011, which was Ron Zook's last year. Yeah. 2001 before that. That was the Sugar Bowl year. Well, you know, we always say that momentum is so important, and that year they had a six-game momentum, six-game streak, and then it turned around and went the other way. So you never know. I just want to see Illinois defensively. I want to see Illinois be able to stop this team from marching up and down the field. They scored, you know, if, you can't allow them to score, as I said, I, 30 is an absolute max that you can give up. And they had, uh, what, 47 against uh, Georgia Tech, which Georgia Tech's a decent ball club, probably – Better than Illinois, I suppose. Incidentally, the same number they scored on the on the Illini last year. All right, Lauren, appreciate it. That's the first word, and we'll see if we get Brian on here yet uh, before the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show is over. But right now, let's turn our attention to Illini senior kicker Chase McLaughlin. He's become a real weapon for Lovey Smith this year. Last Saturday, nailing two field goals, including a career best 54-yarder against Western Illinois. Here's a few minutes with the Booter from Texas. And they'll put it down at the 44-54 yard attempt. This would be, I think, a career long for McLaughlin if he can make it. Snap back. Kick in the air with the wind, and it is good! Wow. That was good 60, I think. I mean, that ball was boom. It seems to me there's a little more thunder off your leg this year. Do you feel that way, too? I definitely think Joey Bose did a great job in the offseason getting us ready, getting us stronger, faster, quicker. But I think it's just all about confidence, really. I'm just going out there knowing and that I can make every single kick that they put me in. You're not striking the ball in a different way or better than you felt in the last couple of years? No, nothing's changed at all. It's just been the uh, same technique, just uh, like I said, more confidence and just going out there and knowing that I can put the ball through the uprights. When a field goal is a chip shot, or if a field goal is a late-game pressure situation, do you feel that? You can definitely feel the atmosphere. Uh, I wouldn't say it affects affects me at all. Every kick's the same. You take the same three steps back, same two steps over, and just kick it through the uprights. What's the challenge of kicking at Memorial Stadium, and what might be the challenge of kicking at Soldier Field? Wind. I think that's uh, what everyone has come to expect here in Champaign, especially in Chicago. It's known as a windy city. I don't think it's uh, – it definitely have to take into effect or take it into account, excuse me. But it makes it a lot easier when we're playing away games because I go and talk to the other specialists there and they're complaining about the wind and how it's so bad. And I, I don't think it's any worse than our stadium has ever been. So, You're facing a tough return man this week in South Florida. What's the approach to kicking to a guy like that that's pretty electric? just do the same thing we've been doing, kicking touchbacks. And our, our cover team has been doing a great job of the, the ones that they have gotten to cover. They've tackled, tackled him inside the uh, 20, I want to say, on one of them. And uh, the rest have been touchbacks, so don't change anything. By and large, you want to put the ball out of the back of the end zone every time? Or are there times, other than the obvious squib kick or that kind of thing, where you're trying not to put it in the end zone? Um, I think it's just definitely safest to just put it out the back of the end zone. But... There are times, like we previously talked about with the wind, that you have to take that into effect, and uh, you may not be able to hit a touchback, so you have to strategically plan for that. And after last week, you've added pooch punts to your repertoire, trying to supplant Blake Hayes a little bit? Yeah, put a little pressure on him, keep him on his toes, you know? (laughs) 
Chase, thanks for your time. Good luck. Thank you very much, Scott. Snap, kick on the way, and it is good again. Boy, Chase McLaughlin with the win, against the win, kickoff. He's having a great year. And some more notes on Chase McLaughlin. In his last two seasons, he was one of five from 50 yards or more. This year, two for two. And also this year, 11 of 13 of kickoffs have been for touchbacks. 12 have reached the end zone. When we come back, Jason Davis is back along with Martin O'Donnell. We'll get their thoughts on this contest plus their keys to the game next on Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. Welcome back. It's Soldier Field in Chicago. We're marching toward kickoff between the Illini and South Florida. I am Scott Beatty along with former All-American Illinois lineman Martin O'Donnell who will be calling the game from here in the booth. Jason Davis here for a little while longer before he goes down to the sidelines. Guys, NFL Stadium, big opponent. The energy is up here for this one, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Anytime you get an opportunity to, to get a, one step closer to your ultimate dream of playing in the NFL, um, and you get the opportunity to showcase that in a big city like Chicago, you know the nerves are going to be going to be really, really high, and these guys are going to come out and put on a good show. Martin, you had a chance to play in some venues like this? Not really. No. No, I think I just played in college stadiums. But, I mean, I think any time you have the opportunity for a lot of these guys, you know, some of them from the Chicagoland area, uh, a lot of them from the state of Illinois, certainly the Chicago Bears were a part of them, their lives growing up. You know, any time you have an opportunity to play in a stadium like this, like Jason said, I think it's a bigger stage. And I think that's something that uh, hopefully gets these guys charged up and ready to go. He's, 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 before we move forward, your first game of your freshman year in 2003, oh, do not disrespect my hometown. We played in the, the Who dome. plays in that stadium right now? You, okay, you're right. I should have shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the run defense for the South Florida Bulls. That seems to be the uh, an area of vulnerability, perhaps. How can the Illini run effectively today against these Bulls? I think it's give the rock to 26. I mean, Mike Epstein has done a really nice job here over the past couple of games of, of getting going. And, you know, I think that, that statistic is a little skewed. They played Elon, who just runs the ball. Uh, Elon didn't really want to throw the ball against them at all. And Georgia Tech running the triple option, though they did gash them. I think there's some opportunities off tackle, which seem to have been where Illinois has had some success in the running game in particular last week with Epstein's couple of big runs. I love when the big guy talks talks the run game. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Illini have been using three backs in Bonner, Corbin, and Epstein, but there's been some voices, fan voices, calling for more touches for Mike Epstein. Is it possible the Illini have intentionally been holding him back at all, or are they just riding who they're riding right now in the first two games? I guess today we'll see. This is the stage. Uh, they, like the fans want. They want more Cowbell. They want more 2-6. They want more Epstein. But I love the way when we look at the depth chart with the, with the new kind of athlete that all these kids are in bold when we look at the depth chart. It's not one definitive starter. It's or, or, or. or I like that. And and, and to piggyback off, off what OD said, coming off Elon and Georgia Tech, I want to see what Coach Rod Smith, the offensive coordinator, comes out early and pounds these guys in and pounds these guys early because playing Georgia Tech is a different monster in practice all week. Yeah, indeed. All right, let's get to our keys to the game on this one. They're brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champagne. The unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. The whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Also brought to you by Culligan of Mohammed Martin. 
I, I think one of the big keys today is, is defensively, Illinois has to limit the big play. South Florida, they're going to take shots downfield, but then they're also just going to get the ball to their playmakers in the flat. Tyree McCants, number eight, one of them. Uh, Illinois needs to force South Florida to earn every drive, you know, just keep the ball in front of them. Illinois has given up some big plays this year with all the – uh, the trouble in the secondary and the lack of depth there. I think they need defensively to just keep it in front of them, make South Florida earn it, because I don't think this uh, South Florida offense is as good as they were last year. Is that is there a way you play there where you can give up yards, but you're not giving up the big play? Is that kind of a – you don't want to give up any yards as a defense. As a defense. Well, I, I think what it is is it's, it's the defensive backs and the safeties in particular reading their keys and, and staying deeper than the deepest. I mean, that's, that's the biggest problem. Illinois had issues with that over the past couple of weeks, but they need to execute that and they need to get guys in the defensive backfield that can keep the ball in front of them, let the D-line pressure get to the quarterback. I mean, it's nostalgic. We're in Chicago. We're in Soldier Field, and you're asking about Ben, but not break defense. Is this not why we brought Lovey here? Is this not the, the terms that he coined famous? Yeah. Ben, but not break defense. Keep everything in front of you. Have an awesome special teams. We have great special teams. When you make plays on special teams, like Lovey talked about last week, it, it enhances those guys' enthusiasm to play special teams. And that's where we're going to find, outside of the running game, we're going to find in the phases where we will have the best opportunity to win this game in special teams. I'm going to go with if MJ Rivers is getting snaps. Uh, I see him warming up. I have not seen A.J. Bush yet. Again, that doesn't mean A.J. Bush isn't playing. But if it is the freshman MJ Rivers, I'm going to say key for him, don't overplay. Stay within himself as a freshman. And and the Illini may have a chance today. Those are our keys to the game brought to you by Culligan and Muhammad. Hard water in your home. Culligan and Muhammad has been treating water since 1948. Culligan is a better water company. Google Culligan and Muhammad today or call Jeremy at 217-586-2313. Also by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. All right, next up we hear from Lovey Smith, Hardy Nickerson, and Rod Smith on Coach's Corner. It's Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Welcome back to the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Scott Beatty. Illinois and South Florida coming up from Soldier Field here in Chicago. It's time now for the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Also brought to you by Clark Lindsay Village. South Florida is the Illini's toughest test yet this season. Head coach Levy Smith knows his team must perform better than they did against these Bulls a year ago today in Tampa, a 47-23 loss. We didn't show up and play good football by any means, all three phases. So to get an opportunity to, uh, to play better football and compete a lot better than we did last year, of course, is right at the top of the list. They have a similar uh, approach offensively to our offense. So we've had a little bit more practice getting ready for that uh, form of uh, offensive attack. So big challenge for us. Excited about going up Chicago, playing you know, at Soldier Field and all of that. Defensive coordinator Hardy Nickerson says his squad doesn't need to see last year's tape to know what went wrong. I'm pretty sure the guys that were here last year could uh, go through it and name it all. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll pull out that video and, and uh, we'll watch it and, and – uh, look at those things that happen in the game and make those adjustments that need to be made. Watching them play the first first two ball games offensively, scheme-wise, they haven't changed all that much. South Florida quarterback Blake Barnett isn't the run option QB the Illini saw last year in Quentin Flowers, but still. He's an athletic kid. When he has to run, he can run and he can, he can run pretty well. But everybody recognizes his true strength, and that's putting the ball down the field and, and putting the ball down the field with some accuracy. In a moment, we hear from offensive coordinator Rod Smith here on the Coach's Corner and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. 
Welcome back to the Coach's Corner. Illini offensive coordinator Rod Smith knows it's a tall task today against USF's defense. Well, they're big, they're strong, they're fast, they're athletic. If you like that kind of player, then, then you would like them. Um, they're really good. They're, they're the most athletic team we've played so far this year. And it wouldn't be surprised if they're the most athletic team we play for the most part of the year because they're good. With the loss of freshman wideout Edwin Carter for the season, Rod Smith's receiving core is even more depleted. Yeah, we're snake bit. You know, it seems like a wideout a little bit. Um, we just got to find a way to stay healthy and uh, just keep next man up. It's, it's the same mentality in the quarterback room. It's the same mentality in the uh, in the wide receiver room. You know, Dominic Stampley, Caleb Reams, you know, those guys. Um, you know, those guys, Carlos Sandy, got to be ready to step up and and, and, and give us some give us some, not just minutes, but give us some productive minutes, some productive play moving forward. And last year against USF, the Illini offense only gained 67 yards on the ground. Rod Smith needs better for this year. I hope we get 68 or more. <laughs> no, yeah, we, we got we got we got to be good up front. We got to be, you know, you got to be able to handle the stuff, uh, the line of scrimmage. And like I said, they're very big, they're very athletic, and that's, that's going to be a a hell of a chore force and uh, moving forward, but we'll be up to the task hopefully and go in and see what we can do. That's the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Clark Lindsay, where residents come first, celebrating 40 years. Back at Soldier Field in Chicago, I'm Scott Beatty on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Let's take a look at what else is going on on the scoreboard. How about Troy leading Nebraska 17-13? Just a few minutes left in the third quarter. However, Nebraska was once down 17-3, so they have come back in that. Probably the biggest surprise on the scoreboard, though, is Temple up 28-7 over Maryland in the third quarter. Maryland, of course, has already got a victory over Texas this year. Indiana is taking care of Ball State late in the third quarter. It's 31-10, and Kansas rolling over Rutgers at home halfway through the third quarter. It is the Jayhawks 31 and Rutgers 14. Number 11 ranked Penn State has no troubles right now with Kent State. It's 35 to 10 in Happy Valley. Number six, Wisconsin Badgers taking on BYU in the afternoon games. Minnesota has Miami of Ohio. The 19th ranked Wolverines have SMU. And of course the Illini in the 2.30 game has now been moved actually to 2.45 will be the kick. They've made that announcement because of TV. The Illini in South Florida kicking off at 2.45 here on the shores of Lake Michigan. Night game for Purdue. They have Mizzou. Iowa has Northern Iowa. Northwestern hosting Akron. And the game of the world is Ohio State at TCU tonight down in Dallas. Illinois Volleyball sweeps out Lipscomb this afternoon. Three sets to none. They wrap up the Illini Classic tonight against the number 10 ranked Creighton program, that's 7 o'clock at Huff Hall, and you'll hear that on our AM side on News Talk 1400. I'm Scott Beatty. I'll be back with you after this ball game for the Fasters Etc. postgame show. Steve Kelly, Brian Barnhart, Martin O'Donnell, Jason Davis coming up. More coverage here from Soldier Field on News Talk 1400, WDWS Champaign-Urbana, and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana, News Gazette Media Stations. 